podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GI GGS. No. Roger. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you absolutely? I respect your opinion. Maybe your opinion Messi is better than me, but in my mind I'm better than him. I do it again. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. I'm on my phone for a second because uh, I don't know what happened then, but my computer went all loopy. Uh, so I left Rodri on his own. I could I could see you and you're going, is he on? Is he froze? Is he gone? Is he here? I am here. We are episode number 14. This is Roger Giggs in football. We're, my computer just decided it'd be uh, a bit weird. But uh, we're live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. The joys of being live, I suppose. Ace Podcast Nation, you're home to many a great show and series featuring top guests expert analysts and more so please do give us a subscribe follow on social media all that good stuff really helps us out drop a like on the video all that good stuff if you prefer your podcast in audio form we're all part of the sports social podcast network every single show produced by ace podcast nation you'll find there and um, i finally sorted out my uh, problem with apple so all of our podcasts are also on apple now which uh, helps us out a lot because uh, that was becoming an issue for me um just as I uh, wait for my computer to boot up and stuff, I'll give you a little update on the Super 6. Um, we had the highest weekly scorer ever this week, and you'll be surprised to know it was not me. Uh, Chris, Krista Riches topped the round with a massive 24 points. That is uh, an unbelievable effort. Uh, Jackie Melusch had a great week coming second on 17. Uh, and then Reese Irison is the first player to reach 200 points, tops the overall league. Owen Jones had a good week, has moved into the final playoff. He's got everything going right there, hasn't he? Yeah, they must have. Must have got pretty much everything uh, spot on. Two, two right results. 
Yeah, something like that. Like Willie Boland topped the Celebrity League. Lee Jarman's close after. I finished one point ahead of Rodri this week, which takes my lead to a massive 23 points. Almost unassailable at this point. Um, Rodri is also the only celebrity who is not on a 100 points yet. But he did miss the first five weeks. So we'll... It's not too late to drop join the celebrity uh, celebrity uh, celebrity super six league. Join it all if you do super six anyway. Contact Will Melio, links in the description for the Facebook group, and uh, he'll add you in and stuff. And you can test your knowledge against all the uh, the various ex footballers and stuff like that. Rodri, myself, Andy Campbell, all that good stuff. But of course, I'm joined as ever by Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, mate? That was a weird start. Yeah, you you need to start off by saying I missed five weeks, not at the end. I, yeah, just not I just well, so just not like add it in just at the end sort of thing. Just make sure I make yeah. it clear. Yeah. But yeah, look, it was making a difference, mate. With my average <laughs> going up each I'll week. Get there. I'll, I'm just in in I'm in a group chat now. I'm in the fantasy Premier League, and I started off really badly, but now I've just come into third. And I'm, um, you know, it's a marathon and not a sprint. Yes, that's it, mate. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm starting to get a bit of steam now. Like I've, um, I've got like uh, the oh, last couple of points. Go. I've had two good weeks now, isn't it? Two good oh, weeks in a row. Yeah. So that's form. That is, I say. Um, but there we go. It is what it is. Um, we've got so much to talk about, mate. Football wise, this week I just don't even know where to start. Um, I feel like. Uh, the Ballon d'Or conversation is going to be quite a long one, and I think some people won't agree oh, really? with what I'm going to say about it. Um, but we'll we'll have a look at that and some of the contenders and 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 whatnot. We'll have a look at the Premier League. But I wanted to sort of start off um, just by paying a bit of tribute to uh, Phil Dwyer, uh, who sadly passed away. Cardiff City, Wales legend, um, and by all accounts, you speak to anyone, one of the nicest. Uh, nicest people you'll come to meet um really sad to see that um apart from the fact that you know he's a, a cardiff a wales legend um i i think i met him once down down for football and like had time for everyone um just a really really nice guy and that was a, a loss which was felt you could see like there was an outpour in the social media posters particularly in like the sort of cardiff city welsh fans and stuff seemed like a very respected guy um, and I, yeah, I'm just really sad to see that. And I'd like to dedicate tonight's show to to Phil. But um, did you ever come across Phil Dwyer, uh, Rodri, over the years, mate? No, no. Yeah, no, he said, anyway. he's one of those um, one of those ones where everybody, he, like a lot of a lot of Cardiff fans as well. I know on social media this week he said like they'd run into him, you know, down Ninian Park or Cardiff City Stadium. And he'd always have a lot of time for people asking questions, you know, talking to people. And I think those sorts of ex-players already, they're like uh, kind of loved from their playing days. And then when they're so approachable and, and friendly and stuff and they got time for people, I think that really kind of almost adds to the the love that people feel for him, isn't it? Yeah, supposedly, yeah. Yeah, though, over 500 um, games for Cardiff. Oh, 500 games made for Cardiff. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of games that thought for um, one team. Shame, yeah, yeah, sad, mate. It really is. Um, 
so yeah, Phil Dwyer, oh, I indicated okay. tonight. Uh, oh, I just 68. Um, yeah. yeah, so he's you know, is uh, yeah, I saw a post from his daughter on them um, on Facebook, and she said like the kind of the outpouring of of love and all the posts that she'd seen from like Cardiff fans and stuff had really kind of given the family like a bit of a lift, you know, which mm. is obviously a very, very difficult, uh, difficult time. So that, that was like at least something nice, which sort of come out of it that they were able to get a little bit of comfort, but I'm sure it's not a, a great deal of comfort, unfortunately. But um, yeah. Um, it's been a, I don't know. We'll start with Cardiff, mate, um, because me and you had a, a brief conversation over text with Cardiff. They obviously they seem to have a, have they got a home problem because they seem to be a different team away. Well, we talked about this before. You've got a young team, and and when the team is not playing to its maximum, the crowd get get on the backs, and maybe that's affecting the young team and away. You know, the away fans, as you know, are, are fully supportive and. and Thing, you know, through the game, and and they probably get that release. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. It's the only thing I can think of, you know, because really it should be, it should be the other way around. But you know, when you've got a young team and they go away like that, and yeah, it's just different kind of pressures, and maybe they're handling it better. I don't know. It's it's, it's a strange one. Like Donna in the chat there, so she says it's just a lack of support at home. She's she goes week in week out. Um, she says that. I do think it's it's a possibility. I think the the fan it's a weird one because I think the fans are happy now. Morrison's in in terms of they prefer him to Mick McCarthy and Neil Harris and all these guys, but they're still not happy with the the board and and the things behind the scenes. So I think that is meaning that there's a big chunk of people who are not going week in week out. The stands are kind of which used to be full and not full. The, the atmosphere in Cardiff City Stadium is not as good as the because it's that new stadium and the way they set it out where they put the away fans is next to the family stand which means you don't get the the kind of banter back and forth between the two loudest parts of the stadium because they're at opposite ends and it's it's all a bit not set up for the best atmosphere in my opinion um, mm. and you know Cardiff have uh, yeah they just not quite at it, but get in there. Um, another championship story I really wanted to talk about. There's a couple actually. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, um, obviously we had uh, Sheffield United's uh, player collapsed. I've forgotten his first name. Uh, Flack collapsed it uh, in training. This uh, worrying Scotland international John Flack. Uh, he had collapsed on the pitch during the game on Wednesday, and he's back in training. Sorry. Um, he was discharged the following day, um, and it's it's not. There's been a few athletes around the world, players um, going down recently, which is a bit of a worrying sight. But obviously, we wish him a speedy recovery, mate. I also saw Christine Eriksen's back in training with a local club. I just said Christine Eriksen's training with um, like a local football club. I think. Um, I don't think he's going to make. You know what? It's, it's, it's a strange one because, you know, it, yes, we, we have that fact, Fabrice Moamba, and, and we've had think about it. I think Mark, Vivian Fowey. Yeah, of um, course. Obviously, Christian Eriksen. But none, no, 
as as recent and as as much as this. Someone put. Someone put. I would like to know. I would really like to know if all these people have been vaccinated. If if they haven't, then you know. I know. Um, the John Fleck, I think, hasn't been. I think was the the statement put out. But that that good thing because it can't be connected to the vaccine, which is good. Yeah, because people there was a person, there was someone on social media put that up straight away. They were like, in fairness, they listed all the athletes around the world, mate, from different sports over the last eighteen months who've kind of collapsed out of the blue. And when you kind of put them all in a in a row, is a lot. But of course, the world is a very big place, and you're talking from like yeah, and, and, and it's it's a lot extreme now. The training, you know, twenty thirty years ago wasn't so intense. You know, oh, the, the science and all that, so they're pushing the body to limit, and you know, it's obviously affecting some people differently, and we're, and we're getting all these uh, cardiac arrests and you know I, I played with um, a lad after my Holland he's a big advocate the fibrillators being put all around the country uh, he's been on Sky Sports he's been on, on mm. now he probably died many years ago now um, he, was, he, he might survive so yeah it's, it's important to have these fibrillators because not everyone hasn't just at football you know we, we, i talked to this when i did my first aid recently at swansea and it's so important to have these defibrillators and, and how to access them and to know where the, the nearest one is if you haven't got one at the club because there are some actually out there in like not post boxes like telephone boxes which i didn't even know which you can go online and, and see where they are in, in your local area but yeah it's it's just it's just a worry and um, something that needs to be looked at because there's a lot recently. Yeah, hundred percent. They um, there's defibrillators in at Cardiff actually. That was um, something which happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they should to me. Every professional football club should have them, but I also believe. Well, they, well, they have they have all the ones, but I'm talking about you know semi-professional grassroots kids. Yeah, everywhere kids. should have them. Yeah, so should be every a law, every, shouldn't every it? club should have them. Uh, and it should be just rule that you know yeah. if you haven't got defibrillate, you can't play football. So, and then that yeah. pretty sort the, the issue out. Yeah, and like uh, I think it was Donna just said, you've seen a few spectators having you know cardiac arrests and stuff recently. There was the one was in Newcastle earlier in the season yeah. where they Newcastle. stopped the game. Um, but there's, there's been a few. One, uh, then... one at there was two this week, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, there was one at Southampton, oh, yeah. but obviously the Newcastle one, Newcastle Arsenal, I think it was earlier in the season, or uh, Spurs maybe. No, yeah. Um, so I yeah, it's worrying. Really they're really easy to use. The fibrillators, you know, that they're, they're, they're not. It's not really difficult to use. Everything's you know mapped out on it. It's really easy. So even what you're worried about, oh, not, it just takes you through it. Step oh, there you step, go. Really uh, Craig says Watford, Southampton, same night. Yeah, so they, you were right, there was two this week. Yeah, which is... It's scary, mate, it's scary, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it um, 
Oh, look at this. The Wanderer returns. Gavin Randall, welcome back, my friends. I haven't seen you for a few weeks. The Wanderer returns. Um, it's, it's, it is it is at the end of the day, we all want people to be safe and all that sort of stuff. To having a defibrillator, I think, should be, like you say, should be made a law, a rule, whereby if you have Which a club, particularly standard, if you've got spectators. Yeah, standard. It's about 100 odd quid and for, for that to save someone's life, you know, and it's really, really easy to use and, you know, to save lives. 100%, mate. Um, sticking with the championship, uh, I saw someone earlier this week question whether Wayne Rooney is doing a good job at uh, Derby <laughs> County. And do you know what, mate? I chuckled to myself massively because I was like, they, how many points they had deducted already so far? 12 or something? And they've all, they've already, they've had, you know, they've got that deficit back. Um, and while we were not even Christmas time, um, yes, they're bottom of the league. Right. We're in a, we live in a world where people are going to have an opinion on everything, good or bad. To say Wayne Rooney, who is a novice manager, another manager, great player, brilliant player, but a novice manager, has gone into a place like that. And what has happened? I'd have been, he could have easily gone, you know what? I don't need this crap. I'm off. He's not yeah. doing anything, and he's, he's put in some good performances against good teams. Bournemouth, he's already beat them. Fulham, they got a result against them if it was a draw. But, you know, these are top sides. You know, if it wasn't for that 21 deduction, they'd be up there. So, to say Wayne Rooney hasn't done a good job is just... Remarkable, mate. Remarkable. Absolute farcical. And I, the, the guy's an idiot. Whoever said it's an idiot. And do you know what, as well? The um, the thing is with Rooney, like you're right, he could have washed his. As soon as they went into administration, he had an out. He had an excuse where he could leave, and also uh, he he has earned so much. Sorry to interrupt, but he has earned so much money. He's got his house is absolutely unbelievable. It's just been built. Took about five years. He's just dripping in money, and he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need doesn't need this crap. But you know, he's a fighter. He, he he's obviously got a soft affection for the place and he's sticking around and so the county are lucky to have a Wayne Rooney because he could just get on his toes and get a job like that. But no, he's sticking around and you can see like, you know, I can do this. We can stay up and if he does that then you know, that'd be unbelievable to to get from a twenty one point deduction. Yeah, they you know, stay with, up with he's a manager of the year players like I say, a novice manager. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. It's probably his best achievement. When you when you play, I've won league playing playing football. One cup. It's not the same as as it being a manager. It's just not. It's just football. You just turn up, you play. You know, but manager, you, you, there's a lot of stuff goes into it. A lot of details and a lot of things that, that go into it. Like I say, and it just more. It's just it just does. I don't know why it just does. Yeah, I think um, it'll be interesting if they can hold on to all their players in January because obviously they do need money. Um, it's it's going to be a, an interesting one. To me, if Derby County stay up, um, if they at the end of the season, if Derby County avoid relegation, then Wayne Rooney should be the Championship Manager um, Manager of the Year, just simply because of what he will have achieved 
to keep him up with very, you know, he hasn't, he's been able had to bring in, do a bit of wheeling and dealing, stuff like that. Um, and look, I, mean, I saw some... So he's nine, I'm looking at it now, he's 19 or 20 points away from Tasty. And they have got 24 games left. 24 games, 60. So there's possible 72 points. So it's very, very doable, especially in the form they're in. You know, they've, they've, they've won four, they've drawn a lot. They've drawn the most in the league, which is 10. You know, you mm. turn half of them 10 into wins, that's another 15 points. And they've only lost six. The people down there have lost 12, 12, 10, 11. So it's very doable. Like, there's 72 points to go and they're only 19 19 and 20 points away from safety. But uh, don't forget to send your questions in, all that good stuff. Me and uh, Roger are going to talk about the Ballon d'Or in a minute and uh, some of the some of the people who uh, should or shouldn't have got awards and things like this and should mess yeah, so, up. Go on. Yeah, so, no, there's three teams down there as well. So, no, I tried the earbuds like I told you. I forgot to get the earphones and I tried the earbuds and... Yeah, the last 10 minutes. Yeah, that's about much better. Nice and clear now, mate. Um, yeah, so it's like, um, look, if Wayne Rooney keeps him up, fantastic job. I think, to be honest, even if he, um, like, if they're close to staying up, I think that's pretty good effort. But if he stays up, that to me, that makes him, in my opinion, the um, the manager of the year in the championship straight oh, away. There'd be, be no doubt in my mind that would be his best achievement in football. And I, I bet I guarantee it, it, it'd say that if it, if it happens. Because that's it's, unbelievable. 21 points yeah, with, li- man, like man. I say, limited limited squad. He's pulled, you know, Ravel Morrison, who is a great player, but, you know, he's been about, and he's been about for a reason. So, but Wayne Rooney, he, probably Wayne Rooney will understand him more than anyone. So, yeah. and he's getting the best out of him. He's getting the best out of the, the other players there. He's put Phil Jagielka, who's 37, Curtis Davis. So he's doing it with with, with, a, with an experienced bunch, but you no, know, it's, it's a long old slept that's that uh, championship Saturday, Tuesday, travelling all over the gaff. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. So to do that would be without doubt his best achievement. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think the biggest problem that they will have is they've got to hold on to all their players, and hopefully he can do a bit of wheeling and dealing, use his contacts to maybe get a loan or two. Just something, just kind of get some some in, some bodies in there to strengthen the squad. It's going to be very very difficult for him, but I think you know he's got enough contacts with people that he'll be able to do a bit of something, even if it's you know. Oh yeah, just... but you've got to have the, the the club's got to be in. It's doing what liquidation or yeah administration, administration isn't it? So you know that's they've got to come out of that before they can start. Dealing with transfers, mate. They can't. They can't that's why I think they might sell players, isn't it? I don't. I don't think they've got the players to sell. Who they got to sell? You know, look at the squad. Tom Lawrence looks like really playing really well at the minute. Scoring a lot of goals. Great, good goal. I know they got beat at, um, against. Who was it? But he scored a really good goal. Uh, it was a QPR. 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 Yeah. But, he, he looks lively. What's happened with him at Wales? I've not seen him at Wales. He hasn't been in the Wales squad for a while because we were saying last year, yeah, 
since he got dropped from that, I don't think he's been back in the squad, which I thought was, look, he obviously deserved to be dropped and everything, of course. But, like, he kind of got his nose clean and then played very, very well. He's experienced as well. Um, he was very good in the Championship last year. In fairness, he was one of the few uh, Derby players who I thought did pretty well last year. However, um, he's on, a few people straight away have said he's on so much money that they think he'll probably be gone. Apparently, he's on about 37 grand a week, which means if he's on that much, Derby will sell him. Like, they have to. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it is a weird one. Like, Wales are picking, with no due respect, like Rob, uh, with all due respect, Rob said there, like, Wales are picking Tyler Roberts over Tom Lawrence. I think it's a, it's a weird one, but he got dropped for a kind of disciplinary reason. I think it is difficult to get your way back in after that, isn't it? Sometimes, if you well, lose your place for that reason. No, if you make, you make a mistake, mate, what you do, you knuckle down and, and, uh, and try and prove him wrong and get yourself sorted back on track. And, and that's what he's done. So, you know, everyone, makes, so everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, you know, players, yes, 100%, managers. So, yeah. We, we just, I'd have we him at Cardiff, it. mate, on loan. I'd have him on a Cardiff on loan to help out the youngsters. I think he'd be a great signing. Um, so, just looking at their squad from the starting lineup from Saturday, you've got uh, Jaggy Alka at the back there. You've got Ravel Morrison, Tom Lawrence up front. With uh, Knight, um, who else is there? You got and like he signed a lot of experience, didn't he? Like Kazim Richards, um, yeah. Allsop, Sibley, Curtis Davis. Like they've, I don't know. Do you think, like outside of Tom Lawrence? I don't know how about how much the rest of them are on. Um, I wouldn't want Tom Lawrence on thirty-seven grand a year a week. I gotta say. But I'd take him on loan till the end of the season if they could work something out with the wages, just to add a bit of experience. He's in form. I would definitely take him because um, he's got that moment of magic, um, moment of magic in him. But we'll see. We'll see. I can't see Derby keeping him if he's on that much money. I've got to be honest. Um, but Derby are doing all right. Um, right. The Ballon d'Or, mate, right, is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my life. Um, yeah. So is, why why are we why are we why are we talking about it then? Let's well, because crap is a popular every concept. year. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, mate. Right. You cannot tell me that it's on last season, isn't it? Is it on last season or is it on the last twelve months? I don't, I don't take any notice of it, mate, whatsoever. But the players do, don't they? Like the well, Rooney, uh, Ronaldo, and Messi do. I don't think anyone else does, but. To tell, if you could tell me, right, how on earth is Robert Lewandowski not the best? Like, this, is what, the, this is what I mean. How is, how is Messi? He's, 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 he's been poor, mate, Messi has for the last year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not for me. You know, it's you know, football so, team game. It's not an individual game. So I didn't really take much notice of stuff like this. Watch well, it or even... I didn't watch it. But this is the so the, the Messi was number one, Lewandowski number two, Jorginho at Chelsea is supposedly the third best player in uh, in the world. All right, he's had good, very, very, very good. But you know, Benzema. He's not even in the, he's not even the top fifty of the best. Benzema players. is fourth best player in the world according to it. Benzema, yeah, um, Kante fifth, Ronaldo sixth, Salah seventh. De Bruyne at eight, Mbappe ninth, 
and Donnarumma 10th. I won't go through the rest of them, but then like Lukaku's 12th. Yeah, where's I just, Kevin De Bruyne? Where's... Uh, De Bruyne was 8th. Yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's shocking, where's mate. A, um, where, where's a Haaland? Eleventh, uh, just above oh. Lukaku. So you're telling it's... me Jorginho is a better player than Eric Haaland? Yeah, and and Mbappe, and Salah, and Ronaldo, yeah. and this is what I mean, mate. It's, it's just a good situation. I need to talk about it. It's a load of crap. A load of FIFA, UEFA, round envelope, wink, wink. Elbow, elbow. They just yeah, they yeah. want Ronaldo or Messi to have it, don't they? They want one of them two to win it. Yeah. Just, and in my you know, if opinion, you even had to create, even had to create a, a new award. So Lewandowski got something. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, because they knew, they knew, they knew he should have got it. For me, that's what yeah. frustrated me because, because striker of the year award. You're the first to win it in 2021. Nice one. Yeah. Nice one. In other words, yeah. I made absolute load of crap, and I think. The thing which annoyed me about it is, like, it gets portrayed as, like, this big, huge thing. And, look, I get it. Messi and Ronaldo have won it so many times. Deservedly. But this was the year where there was other footballers who deserved it over both of them, I think. Like, I get The problem is, they're they're bad. Salah as well. Salah's, you know, if you're going... Who would you be? Who would be your three best players in the last twelve months from around the world? Just off the top of your head, uh, Salah, uh, Lewandowski, and I'd say Kevin De Bruyne. But he's not had a great, but has he had a great? They won City won the league, so um, yeah, Salah, Benucci. Salah, yeah, Salah. Um, Lewandowski, Haaland, yeah. So, like, they'd probably be my three. And I think you could argue all day over Lewandowski and Salah as the winner, to be honest. Yeah. And then you've got... But then I think you can make an argument for Donnarumma. You can make an ar- ar- argument for Cellini and Bonucci because of what they did in the Euros as well. Yeah. That does count towards it. Um Georgina, I understand they won the Champions League, won the Euros. Yeah, so, but, but you know. I, I, Bruno Fernandes, like twenty first. Come on, like you're telling me that like Bruno Fernandes is joint twenty first with Martinez yeah, and Milan, like, but like, Benzema's like fourth. Yeah, like I say, it's ridiculous. It's, not, it's just ridiculous. Joke of it, but in my opinion, Lewandowski, hundred percent should have had it, and that's why yeah. they. Okay, but um, it is what it is. Popularity contest, isn't it? Um, yeah. What do you make of um, on the, the subject of popularity contests? I guess um, there's been a bit of uh, a war of words this week between uh, Patrice Evra yesterday and uh, Jamie Carragher on the weekend, directed towards Ronaldo. Did you see what Patrice Evra said last night? I thought it was really no. interesting. So he basically after no. the game last night, he said. Um, Ronaldo scored 802 uh, goals in his career. Jamie Carragher played 745 games. He shouldn't be talking about uh, Ronaldo and what he brings to the team. And, you know, kind of had a dig, dug him out a little bit. Um, Look, I think Jamie Carragher's by, I think Jamie Carragher's one of the best pundits around. However, his bias towards Ronaldo, he finds difficult to, 
to hide. No, but you've got and to I... understand this character. You've got to understand this character as well. He's a wind-up merchant. Liverpool yeah, oh, yeah. on fire. Liverpool at fire, man. There's so many, mate. There's so many ex-pros that are out there that are pundits that are scarred from Manchester United from their Over whole the years, playing like... career, and they can't wait to have digs. They can't wait. They are loving it at the minute. Absolutely loving it. So you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. For a person like him to score, it was a person that's got that played seven hundred odd games. And he is a very, very good pundit. But he scored more on goals than he did goals for his own team. Yeah. You know, to to, crit, to criticise, saying, oh, you know, I just think it's of, a weird to, thing. To, 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 be, to be honest, he was half right and, and Roy Keane was half right. But he was just winding up, trying to wind Roy Keane up. Yeah. Real Ferdinand's right. He shouldn't be, be arguing. Arguing with someone like Roy Keane, right? who's won multiple Premier League titles, Jamie Carragher's won zero, and that's so, the thing. But people get lost in as well, mate. It's like Liverpool fans, United fans on social media, they all get sucked into it by Talk Sport and Sky Sports, and this well, is what they it's, want. It's, they 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 purposely wind. They're all mates. They're winding each other up to get a reaction and to to kind of thing because they want the social media things and that. Look, of all, you can criticise United for a lot this year, a lot, and a lot of players. Um, for me, Ronaldo's probably the one of the ones who's turned up every time he's played. He's worked hard for someone who's 36, who's, who's and even last night, like for someone who's going to struggle with this new pressing game they're going to play under the German, this he's, new German he's, guy. Running, he's running, running around. Like, like, yeah, People who tell me he's not, he doesn't run, he's just bollocks. He he's runs, like probably he's, the fittest he's, player he's, in the team. He's not running last night. It's, oh, it's, not a rub, it's crap. It's crap. You know, you just got to work around it. To say, oh, he's a hindrance. He is a problem, but a problem that you have in the team because he scores goals. He's your highest goal scorer by a long, well. long, long way. I think people have got like three or two or three or four goals. He's got 12 goals. So how can yeah. you say that is your problem? It's just ridiculous. You've just got to work around it. And I'm pretty sure Ralph Rannick will work around it because he does the hardest thing to do in the game, which is score mm. goals. I think um, I'm I'm anticipating that he's going to play the likes of your Lingards, your your Rashfords, your Fernandez, yeah, all these different players that United. No, got. Fred, even Fred Thursday night, he yeah. was, you know, he, he made so many mistakes, but you know, he never stops working, never stops wanting the ball, never stops trying, but he just he just lacks that. We've been so blessed with quality midfielders and that's our bar what we're judging it by so when you know Fred comes in there and he's nowhere near that he's going to get stick but you can see he's an honest lad and he gets around the pitch and which is which is what you need but you just need someone to coach him and say win the ball five yard pass yeah I don't know mate I can't I don't think he's ever going to be a success at United but maybe I don't think he will but he, he can do a job if he's coached the right yeah. way and told to to do what his limitations let yeah. him do, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, mate, what he does, how or how he does under someone like um, Ralph Raniak, who's going to want him to really like run around and press because I think that might actually suit him a little bit better to sort of run around, press, mm. win the ball, and then just do a two yard pass to the side. It's going to be fascinating to see. Um, I thought Arsenal, mate, they caused themselves so many problems all the time. Like, 
they on one minute they look very very good and I think oh Arsenal you know maybe there's some in there with Arteta and then the next minute they're making just schoolboy errors and and defensive errors and just little things that I just think oh my god they're miles off it's it's, it's I like Arteta I want him to succeed I'm just not sure if he's going to. Oh, you can see what they're doing, and, and the kind, the kind of, the, it's a limp. They've got a problem of limited quality. Arsenal, that you know, it's it, it's if you coach the right way, there's triggers from Arsenal that you, you can get the ball back because they do like to play out. So it's a dangerous game they're playing, and, and we, but they did it well at some some parts, but. Yeah, if you've got the quality of United as well, and you're winning at the ball back, such in high places, uh, United have been um, guilty of that as well, playing out too much. And, you know, sometimes yeah, you just got to play. Sometimes you just got to play your lines, and they don't. They persist on trying to play and play, and it's just easier for teams. Liverpool prey on teams doing that. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. It's um, it's kind of one of them. Um, who do you, who have you got, mate, in the league now? Like, if I asked you, you just you had to put money on it now, who's going to win the league? Who would you put it on? Oh God, you know. Like for me, yeah. I got I, I think Liverpool look the best team. No, no. Yeah, I, I know. I I I agree with you, but the, unfortunately, the, the league's not one in December. It's one in yeah um, May. So oh, yeah. and we've all slept on City last year. They just keep winning, keep going about business. They've got an hundred million pound player sat on the bench because the quality they've got. So, yeah, Manchester City for me still. Do you know what? I think if Man City pick up the twenty ninth best footballer in the world uh, in Harry Kane, um, then for a hundred million, then they'll probably win the league. No, I think if they sign an out and out striker who hits the ground running in January, then I believe that they're gonna really. I think they they could like run away with it in the latter part of the year. I I do think Liverpool are the best team at the moment. However, I also think Liverpool have got quite a relatively small squad of the like, the genuine top players that they've got. I'm not sure if they've got enough, but yeah, you know, but they may sign some players in January as well, which obviously could help them out a lot. Um, so. Sorry, mate. My internet's gone a bit funny, so I'm going to switch over to my phone in a minute. Um, but just in general, mate, uh, what stood out for you from the football world this week? Who uh, Newcastle and Eddie Howe are not doing particularly great since Eddie Howe has gone in there. Have you seen much of them? Have you seen any improvement under Eddie Howe? Well, they've been a little unlucky, haven't they? They got a man sent off after nine minutes. They've gone one nil up and they've held out to the eighty odd minute. So. You know, you can see progress, but, you know, what is progress there? You're not going to get much out of them or more than what Steve Bruce did. So you need quality and you need injection of players, quality players to turn Newcastle around. You know, you're going to get the fight and the endeavour. and But it's not been ideal. You know, he's coming, he wants to get in first game. But then he can't go because he's got COVID. So, uh, yeah, so it's um, it's been a slow start. But you can see him scoring goals. They're a little bit more attacking. 
So, um, yeah. Um, uh, just uh, bringing myself in and out. So, um, yeah, it's a weird one, mate, with Newcastle. I think it depends on what or who they sign. Um, one of the th- people or one of the things we didn't mention was, uh, yeah, uh, Chelsea. Um, I think they've been pretty good. Uh, it'd be interesting now to see where they go, what they do, because I think they've got a fantastic squad. But uh, Craig makes a great point in the chat. He says Liverpool and Chelsea may struggle when the African nations come around because they've got quite a few players involved in that tournament. So it's going to be well, Chelsea, Chelsea, interesting in the Premier Chelsea, League, I think, Chelsea, definitely. Yeah, I think Chelsea. I don't think, you know, I don't think um, Liverpool, have they got Mane, but no, that's it, I think. Um, City, who's City got in the African nations? Um, they've probably only got one or two, but Chelsea probably got a few more that... Um, yeah, Chelsea probably got a few more, so they'll they'll struggle. I don't think United have got any that will be going to the African Cup of Nations. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a it's a lot a lot of uh, stuff you put on the players this year with the, the obviously the league, the African Nations Cup, um, and then obviously the World Cup will be in in, in November. So it's a lot. Stuff. This is what I'm talking about about cardiac arrest and, and putting pressure on too much of people's body. When you've got an African Nations in early of the year, then you've got a full league, and then you've got uh, a World Cup in that year as well in November in a place that's a desert, basically. So yeah. it's going to be hot. It's going to be you know tiring on the body. Yeah, it's um, going to be brutal, mate. Isn't it? It's going yeah. to be really, um, really difficult on those f- footballers um i yeah liverpool obviously lose salah as well which i think is like that's less we just said like he's probably our pick oh, yeah, for the best salah, football yeah, in the salah, world salah misses money and salah i forgot about salah he's in egypt isn't it yeah and i think like we just said like how highly we rate him how well he's playing that is going to be massive it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like a euros or it's not like a, a five week it's, it's a, like a three week three weeks things the african nations in it it's not. I'm not 100% sure. I think it, no, I think it goes for the full full length of January. Like, so. Oh, does it? You know, I think, yeah, I think it, it does. It can do a lot of damage to teams and their form and their oh, run. 100%. Especially when you got, you got, you know, two thirds of your, your strike force out. And can you, both, yeah. Both your goals and assists come from that right there. But, you know, Henderson starting to come back into his own now. He, he's starting to pick up his. You know, you still got Firmino, Jota's picked it up as well now. So you have a Riga, you've still got a Riga who could come in and do a job now and again. But it will affect him, no doubt. Who um and like I was trying to I'm sure Gavin or someone in the chat might be able to say because I haven't got access to my computer as normal, but um I know like who would Liverpool bring in when, when Mane and um Salah are out? Like who are their who are their strikers going to be? You have got Firmino, haven't you? Um, who else have we got there? You got the, the Japanese, the, the Japanese. Is it Jamalto, Amalto as well? All oh, right, okay, yeah, he's supposed to be quite highly rated, isn't he? Yeah, from what so I heard. Have, it'll still affect him. You know, it's the top goal scorer and Mane's normal because we also it definitely will affect him. Hundred percent. Um, 
Oh, that's you, have see, you have to see who they're playing. Imagine they're playing like City or Chelsea in, in that space because that's when they'll definitely need them. Yeah, God, if they've got some of those big games at that time, that'd be really, really problematic for them, couldn't it? Like, because you're just talking like they're the, the, the runs that time of year is when you really make or break the season, sort of thing, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, that's going to be interesting. What did you make of Michael Carrick leaving United sort of abruptly after that game yesterday? That was a bit of a weird one. Yeah, kind of um, respect him a little bit more now. You know, he's, he's, he's held the fort and, you know, he, he, he's, he's gone with his, his mate Olive. You know, and what he said, you know, you can understand. And 30 years is a long time being in football. And, you know, he's probably time's right for him. But, uh, yeah, I do respect him a lot more. I, I do think he should have gone with Oli, but he's obviously sports himself. I'll see these this, these games out so the interim comes in. And then he's off. So he's obviously made a decision a couple of weeks ago, so or a week ago. So it's not a knee-jerk reaction. And, yeah, I, I wish him well. He's been a good servant. I'm pretty sure he'll be back welcome at the club whenever he wants because... Uh, like I say, he was a great, great serve, great player for us, and uh, he did a good job it, as interim. Just a pity he couldn't have done better as as a coach with Ollie. But um, they did have a good run, you know. They were on I don't know how many away wins, which is a league record, it's a club record. So you know, to go over thirty games unbeaten, you no, know, is 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 no mean feat. So, yeah, like I say, he's a fantastic servant of the club and I wish him well. Yeah, 100%. It's, um, it's one of them. I, I wonder whether he took it. Because uh, a lot of people said, you know, he should have gone with um, Ollie and he should, you know, his coaching staff should have gone with him, etc., etc. But you got to respect him. Like, the football club, which he's been at for the last 15 years, they needed him. They needed him to see it through. And he did. And I think that deserves a lot of respect. He could have gone, but the football club needed him. So I guess it is what it is. But um, I don't think he did his reputation any harm whatsoever. Because um, ultimately, this past week or the three or four games that he took, he, he was in charge of, that could have gone badly wrong for United. And he's come out of it. I think he's probably done himself a few favours in terms of his reputation as a coach. I'm not saying he's going to go and get a big, huge job, but he certainly hasn't done any harm to his reputation. Um, Craig Sullivan's been on the page, mate. Um, and the if the depending on how the tournament pans out, uh, players can miss potentially eight games in through the African nations. And like you say, you took you chucked like a a Man City and a Chelsea during that period, say two big games, United or whoever, like that could be really, really problematic for any team. So um, what we'll do, mate, is this week we'll have a good study of what clubs have got who and um, we'll kind of break that down. Garen Cole says, uh, Firmino, Jota, Origi, it's not a bad forward line, is it? I mean, for a second-choice forward line, it's not bad at all, is it? Um, I think actually think... Um, Jota, um, he's been very, very... I thought he was quite disrespected um, when he went in at Liverpool, first of all. People making out like he's this donkey who can't play football. Guy's a really good footballer. He scored a bag of goals. And um, 
certainly has done very well for Liverpool already this year, and I think he'll continue to do so. It's just whether he can keep on doing it um, kind of once they lose a few players who maybe are his supply line. Um, you muted me. 2nd of January, Chelsea, Liverpool. Uh, 13th, Liverpool, Brentford, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, then Liverpool, Leicester. Burnley, Liverpool. It depends what, which, which one. And they've got Arsenal late February, so... Some big games, that is, mate. Yeah, I'm sure Chelsea and Liverpool, they'll be all right for that because it's the 2nd of uh, January. I don't know if they get called up like a week or 10 days before. So Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a problem for many ways, especially Liverpool now. With, um, But yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, the um, it's funny like the people in the chat saying like it's musical chairs. It's like one in, one out at the moment. Yeah, I I really do apologise. It's my it's completely on my end. I don't know what is going on with the with my computer, so I've had to switch to my phone. But um, you know, we're managing it as best we can. Um, obviously as we come yeah, to the last, to get, I just had to get up because I had a smell and can dog shit at the door, so I had to clean it up. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Nightmare. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's got, it's got, I've got like these pu- a puppy pads. They put on the puppy pad. But I could smell it coming through the door. What is that? that smell? Yeah, you got to get really. Don't want to sit there. Getting out of the chair, but I had to clean up some shit because it's done. <laughs> As reasons go. As reasons go, it's a pretty good one, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, and oh, yeah, I'm gonna just throw my computer. I think is in the bin. It's just one of those things. Um, I'm just gonna. I don't know what it's just. I've, I'm all live, over the place. Live, live uh, podcast. What you know, it's not it's real TV. What do you want? Yeah, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. I haven't got a producer and uh, people stood by you doing it for me, yeah. so I got to try and manage it all at the same time. But yeah, it is what it is, mate. Um, if people have got any questions, get them in. Uh, Donna says. Uh, what does Rodri do for a job these days apart from podcasts, or is it all podcasts? No, I've um, uh, been coaching recently, actually. Coaching. So, yeah, coaching recently. So, but I've got, I've, got I've, done, I've done a lot of things. That, you know, like I say, I just think I'm pretty sure I've got it. Told you I've got an HCV license. I've had that for 20 years. I always keep up to date. So, I can do that if I want to do that. But if I do that, it's an early, early start. But I can, I'd, I'd do it if I have to. But at the minute, I'm doing coaching. Good stuff, mate. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, let's have a look what else we've got in the comments. You'll have to bear with me, guys. I can't put the comments on the screen at the moment. Uh, let's have a look. Rodri got his golf top on. Did you have a good game today, Craig? Craig uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't play golf today. I... Was, um, mm. I um, I should have played at half eleven, but I was busy day, so I called it off. I just never played. So, but I had the attire on ready, but I didn't play. I had a few yeah. things I had to do, and then you know, I, the lad plays football, training on the football on on a Friday, so rushing about and his traffic, getting back in, and yeah, so no golf today. Yeah, so. Well, I can't do predictions because I can't bring up the 
games, unfortunately. Well, so I was going... I'll, get, I'll bring them up. Which, which games do you want? Um, so just pick a couple of Premier League games the United game um, Cardiff West Ham Chelsea that's going to be a tasty one Mm. Um, West Ham have gone off a cliff a bit in the last couple of weeks which uh, Leslie predicted in the chat Um, let's go with uh, I'm going to go with one all I think they're going to get a draw there I'm going to go West Ham 2-1 West Ham 2-1 like it Mind you, Lukaku's back in there. No, it's United. Yeah, two one. Still, still not up to match pace. So yeah, two one. It's good, good, good. What's next? Um, we'll go next one. Newcastle Burnley. Oh, that's a tricky one. Eddie Howe back to Burn. Is it at Burnley or Newcastle? No, it's at St James Park. Oh, I think we'll go with. Um, I think Eddie Howe's going to have him up for that because he's going to want to prove a point. We'll go with. Um, 2-1 Newcastle. I will go with a 2-2 draw there. Like it. Like it. 2-2 draw. And the next game, I'll miss... So, my man, you, Southampton-Brighton. Go that one. It's gonna That's a, good a tricky one. one as well. Ooh. Brighton as well. See, they started off so well. Southampton kind of... beat at all yes. this year. Mm, I'll go... I'm going to go with... Draw, one all, yeah, one all set on the fence for that one. Yeah, I want to go Brighton, one nil. That's what I was leaning on, and then I was like, mm. yeah, cheers, si. Um Wolves, mm-hmm. Liverpool. Yeah, four nil Wolves every day of the week. No, um, I think four two Liverpool. Gonna be a thing that's gonna be a high scorer. I'm, I'm gonna go one all. No draws today. And then the last one, Watford against Manchester City. Watford are going to go in physical like they did uh, in a few games recently. And then it'll be whether Man City can can really get to it. I think they should have enough. So we'll, we'll go with um, 3-1 Man City. 4-0 Manchester City. Oof. Um, Craig Craig Sullivan says, "Are you doing your Super Six while you're looking at those games?" No, no, no. I've done them in the week. Uh, I got to do mine actually. Uh, Leslie says, "Give us a Middlesbrough versus Swansea prediction." Oh, Middlesbrough six nil every day of the week. Middlesbrough, yeah, two nil. Yeah, Middlesbrough. I think uh, two. Who's Cardiff? Sheffield United. Oh, that's a difficult one, isn't it? Is that at Sheffield United or Cardiff? No, at Cardiff. That's going to be difficult, that is, because the Sheffield United squad will be galvanised by what happened to Fleck. I think that can't be underestimated. When something like that happens, the squad pulls together. Cardiff is not great at home as well. I'm not going to go against Cardiff. We know that by now. Um, I'm going to go with a two-all draw. Two-all draw, eh? Mm. Yeah. Leave, leave Sundays out. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. No, no, you got pick. no. Um, so last chance if anyone wants to get any uh, any questions in. Uh, Leslie says there was a stat today. It said no team has avoided relegation when they have not won a game in the first 14 and they have not won in 14 Newcastle. Every team has been relegated. Wow, that is one hell of a stat. One hell that, of a stat. That, that, stat will, that stat will be broken. 
one year someone will break it, won't they? Do you think it's Newcastle, Newcastle will, will break get, it? Newcastle won't get relegated. What's the what's the bottom three at the moment in the Premier League? Have you got that? Um, it is. Uh, Bottom three is Newcastle bottom with seven points, Norwich on ten, Burnley on ten, Watford on thirteen, Southampton leads Everton on fifteen. So literally two wins and you you're out of it. Yeah, I thought with those teams, I think they're they're, you know on their own. You know they won't win away from being out of it. Yeah, I think like out of those teams, I think um, you've got. I think Leeds go down. Um, who else? Do I, who else was there? It was. So you've, the, got keep, you've got to keep go down. You've got to keep an eye on Brentford as well. Oh, I don't think Brentford go down. I think the three teams which will go down will be Norwich, Burnley. It's all right when you get in the Premier League. It's all hunky dory and that. But you know, as the season goes on, injuries, games come on. I'm just saying, keep an eye on it. That's all. I don't think they will. Yeah. It's just something to keep an eye on. But I think, yeah, Watford, Norwich. I fear for Burnley this year as well. But yeah, I think Norwich, Burnley, and Leeds. I do think, I do think they'll get out. But Leeds, yeah, Leeds don't look great. Leeds just defensively look all over the place some weeks. Yeah. Like sometimes they look all right, and then next week they look as if they could concede about 17. They just look dreadful. Um, so I'd go. My choice now, if you ask me today, would be Norwich, Burnley, and Leeds to go up. And I think the top four would be probably just United in for West Ham at fourth. I just think when I look at it, I look at how far Leicester are off the top four. I look at Arsenal play the way Arsenal and Tottenham are playing. West Ham seem to be starting to drop, and I look at United bringing in Ranjek, and they'll. They, I know. So they've been linked with this uh, this central midfield. West Ham played played Chelsea Saturday. So if they get beat there and then United win, United on the same points as West Ham. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I think out of those, all those teams in and around that area, United to me look the most likely to bet that fourth place. Which is which is really uh, I think important. Let me just check. Um. Well, that's interesting. Lorna says um, Norwich played well this week. They just missed a lot of chances. And I think that's their problem, isn't it? They haven't got a striker to to go and get them 15 goals between now yeah. and the end of the season. See, United's next fixtures, as was what I was trying to say, Crystal Palace, Young Boys at home, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton at home, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, Villa. Gee. Then West Ham, then Burnley, then Southampton, then Leeds, then Watford. Until, until the twenty sixth of February, they don't play Manchester City. The rest, they're just like you'd expect. The thing is, mate. Right, years ago, all those teams you just named, United, you'd expect United to win ninety nine percent of those games comfortably, and this is why. I don't rule them out making a late run for fourth or third. I, yeah, I don't. I think if you get confidence into this bunch, they're just lacking a bit of confidence in the minute, and, and you get some confidence in, into this bunch, and they get the tails behind them. People won't want to play them, especially if they, if it turns around the work rate 
steps up and people are pressing and they're all working together and everything that comes together that we suspect will happen with this coach because he's quite diligent. So, yeah, it's, you know, people say, oh, we can't expect a big turn around straight away. Why not? Uh, Thomas Tuchel come in and they won Champions League. Yeah. Once. So, yes, be realistic, but, you know, yes, be realistic as well. Look at the players you've got. Marshall, Greenwood, uh, Ronaldo, Cavani, Ra- um, uh, Sancho, Lingard. It's got... endless, isn't it? Yeah. And that's just... not even including those younger players who haven't got a look in yet, who were highly rated, like um, Pelistri and um, the other one. I forgot I his think, name. I think Dala and um, Tellez might get more game time. They, 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 they did okay. But imagine what they're like with five or six games under the belt. I, I'm pretty dubious about that Dala. But, you know, I'd rather create more than... than I don't think he's as strong defensively as Juan Bissaka is, but Juan Bissaka, he's just uh, going forward. He's just a, he's just a non-starter. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I um I texted you the other. I think it was the day before the Arsenal game, and someone told me who would know, or at least is fairly reliable in terms of what they get told. And he said that um, Amadou Hadara Hadara from uh, Red Bull Leipzig is going to United um, and it's pretty much done. It was a dream mooted. The player what has kind of dreamt of it or whatever. So it was very simple to do. And apparently, because Declan Rice was so expensive, he was already on United's list of sort of players. And then when Raniak came in or when they started speaking to him, he want you know, that was the, one of the players he said straight away. Um, and I think... He, they're expecting him to come in early in January. And like, where does he play? Uh, defensive midfield. And like, how many times this year, mate, when we've talked about United, have we said that they're like one world class defensive midfielder from everything kind of clicking together? Whether that he's the guy, I've no idea. I'm sure there's people who watch in the chat and stuff who are more familiar with uh, Hydara from Red Bull, but. By all accounts, he's highly rated. He's young. He's 23. Um, so Lept, uh, Red Bull brought him to replace uh, the guy who went to Liverpool. Um, I forgot his name. Naby. Uh, Keita. Yes. So he was the re- replacement for him. So it'll be interesting, mate, if that rumour comes out to be true. Because I, I do think, with, like you've said, that squad is so deep and is so full of these on their day, world-class footballers, if you find the right combination of manager, coaches, players, that one guy who just gels it all together, all of a sudden, you've got this team who are confident, which is deep, who I think they could go and do something like Thomas Tuchel did at Chelsea. I don't think it's unrealistic, but you could also see them struggling a bit like they have with consistency and stuff like that. It's just finding that gel. Is Ralph Raniak the guy? Look, I seen a lot of people like on Amazon last night after the game, uh, Evra and who was it? It was Evra, Shearer and Thierry Henry were kind of questioning it saying Ralph Raniak has only won a handful of cups. He's never won a league, but like what he has done is he's built teams 
to go on and after he's left, go and win leagues, get promoted, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And United have tried the the guys who've won everything, like Mourinho and and Van Hal. They've tried Solskjaer, are very very inexperienced. So why not go to someone who? Yeah, you know, it's, can build they contradict themselves, don't they? And they contradict themselves because no, Pochettino would talk about Pochettino. Oh, mate, don't want to get me started. He hasn't won a bean, so yeah. Well, he was uh, the name they kept mentioning. You know, in, you know at Leipzig were non-existent, and now they're a Champions League outfit. Stand yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. same with Schalke. So the projects he's done, yes, he's not won anything, but he's literally turned clubs round to be Champions League contenders every year. Now to do that, you know, it, it takes a lot of work, and yeah, it's, but you know, six months is not a lot of time. So well, interestingly, mate, you called this a couple of weeks ago when he was first when we first started talking about him with this six month deal. Um, he said in his press conference today, first press conference. Uh, he's going to advise the club on who should get the job full-time. And he said, if in six months' time, I think I am the best man for the job, then that's what I will say. So, like, if he goes on a stupid run now of winning, you know, 20 games or whatever, and they finish second and they win a cup, then, of course, he's going to stay on. Um, I still say my my shout of him moving upstairs with Ten Hag taking over and the summer is the most likely to happen. That's what my opinion is still. I think Poch- if they want Poch- if they were going to do Pochettino, then they wouldn't have brought in someone like this who's going to build something for the future. They would have brought in, um, I don't know who, but like someone who's literally just going to be there for six months, not someone who's going to try and build something. Because why would you do that if Pochettino is going to come in and tear it all apart to do his thing? It doesn't make any sense to me anyway, but, you know. You're muted, mate. <clears throat> like I say, if, if he comes in and does well, there's no way he's getting, getting rid of him. It has to be attacking, you know, football. That That is that is preaching, you know. And it's not nothing new from when I even played when it was four four two. It's just a different setup. Your your defending starts from the front, so it's just a different way of doing it. And we'll see if the the players buy into it, and we'll um, the the results start changing. You know, it could have been a lot different if he if he joined two weeks ago because they're, they're in turmoil now. They've just you know they've won two out of the last. Three games and they draw with Chelsea as well. We're in them three games, so you know they're kind of a bit more in a better mind space. The players than they would have been two weeks ago after getting drubbed off Watford four-one. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It's just one of those, mate, isn't it? I think another thing. Um, Craig makes a uh, GD Parry. Sorry, makes a good good point there. He says it took thirty-six to seven years to get him. Work, get United where he wanted them, and I think the other thing. Yes, it did, but Fergie didn't spend fifty mil, five hundred million in two, three years. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure if you had five hundred million quid, it would have had a different outcome. So, you know, yeah, it was a different world, wasn't it, in terms of finances? Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, equally, mate, 
Um, I didn't agree with what Patrice Everett said. Patrice Everett said, why are they bringing in someone who's going to do this gang and pressing uh, type play? What, like, what, what is really he? Let, 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 yeah, going that crap, I don't know where you're going with this. All that United way, it's all yeah. finished. You just need to be attacking football. Don't play that way anymore. It's just attacking football. And that's what that Gengen Press is. So it's just, a, like I say, it's nothing new. It's just maybe Patrick, maybe Roy Keane, what Roy Keane was saying, Patrick Evers, you know, he's not in that boys' club. He's been in at United roundabouts and, and he, now he's out of there. Maybe his nose is out of joint. So he wants a little digging. You don't know mm. where these. Actually, being because you know what, what do you want, but Mourinho again with his part of the bus routine, or yeah, no, come on, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's you know, he's, he's established coach, he's been about the block, and yes, he's not proven, a, you know, a top, top, top club. But his, his resume and his CV is, is second to none. I liked his interview. I know I've got a new TV, so I watched his interview live. This morning, well, not this morning, it comes on at one o'clock. So I watched it at one o'clock. So, yeah, it was... Uh, is it all, all what he said in his interview, like what you just said there, when he said, you know, if, if, if I think it's, it's good that me to stay on, then that's what I'll, I'll recommend. And that's what he's probably aiming for. But, you know, like you say, it's all hypothetical at the minute. He's just got to do what he says, and, and I'm pretty sure he'll get what he wants. Yeah, he spoke very, very well, in fairness. He talked about how he was going to coach Ronaldo. He, he spoke all these different things. I thought it was very... Um, he seems like a... He's very, very, similar de- very detailed, very yeah. you know, astute, obviously knows the game, he's obviously knows Manchester United, he's done his homework. So yeah, he's not going in there blind. Uh, like he said in, the, in in his press conference, he's already watched multiple games of the last 10 games, so he knows all about it. And he's probably got his own assessment of it and, and he'll probably go into training and implement that as quickly as possible. Yes, he's only got one training session, so he's not going to do it overnight. But, you know, within end of February, end of March, you should see the, the signs of that. And hopefully when you start playing the, the better sides, then, then that's when you'll need it most. When you're playing against the, the teams I've just mentioned before, yes, you know, they're still good teams. But, you know, Manchester United of late, or, or I mean, of the past, would, would, would see these teams off no problem. And, and that's what we need to get back to. And that's what I'm sure he's, he's looking for. Yeah, and and ultimately, mate, um, if the players buy into it, that's what will be the difference between whether it works or not. And well, that's what this another thing the players have to buy into it because you know, like I say, Roy Keane has said again, these play these players have thrown two managers under the bus now, so you, you have to be you have to be careful. You know, Paul Pogba still the, the what's going to happen with him? Like, how's he going to gang and press? Oh, no, it's this, yeah. So it's all the players have got to buy into it. If they don't, you've got to get these bad eggs out. But you know, Paul Pogba's got the same length contract as the manager. So that is fascinating, that is, isn't it? Mm. Do you think I just think Pogba's going to end up going on a free? I just think, unless United pull off something miraculous between now and the end of the season on the pitch. Where they go and win the Champions League or they win the league? Because if they go, yeah, if they go on now, win all them games, like eight to ten games before they play City in in February, late February, and then you've got Paul Pogba coming back into that side. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting prospect for sure, mate. Um, and and so, this yeah. player that you're talking about comes in and helps him release him doing what he can do, like he, he has that uh, freedom in, in France. Yeah. Maybe get the poor Pogba of France and not the poor Pogba of late, which has been in and out of the last year. The year before, he, I, I thought he, he was he was he was okay. He done all right for us, but. Yeah, he's been in and out this month. Well, this the first game. He had three, four assists, so we just need to multiply that. But, yeah, it's, it's difficult. He's injured. He's got a bad fire injury. Yeah, indeed, mate. Um, hey, guys, uh, again, I apologise for my connection issues. Can't do anything about it. It's live. It is I apologise for getting out of my seat. But like a, yeah, how project. dare you, Rodri? What are you playing at? Why don't you just let the... Dogs mess fester next year. Yeah, just just no. a aroma fly around me out. Great, <laughs> right. um, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Um, we're obviously we will be back next Friday. And I'll fix my computer in some form. Um, you look, 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 next... look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Scratching. Look at him scratching the window. Yeah, happy with himself. Yeah. See? Yeah. Look at him. Naughty boy. Is naughty. Still sleeping in the snow tonight. Um. I'll be back on Sunday for an all-new Danny Batten fight show. We're joined by uh, UFC, former UFC star Modestas Bukowskis. Monday evening, I am joined by Ben Doherty uh, for a My Story Extra. So make sure you've watched My Story from this past Wednesday with Ben so that we can uh, you can fire some questions at him on the live show Monday. Next Wednesday is the Danny Batten my story, which is going to be a very interesting one, I can tell you, because I've already recorded it. And then Friday, me and Rodri will be back. And um, I'm hoping to do some other bits and pieces, uh, some maybe some live Instagrams and some stuff. So have a little look out for that over the next weekend, week, week and stuff. Be talking all sorts of stuff. Um, huge shout out again to uh, to Phil Dwyer's family, friends, former teammates, all that stuff. Um, and of course. Just rest in peace, Phil, and a big, big shout out to you, my friend. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's been a pleasure. Rodri, nice one, my friend. I'll um, speak to you on the weekend. And uh, have, have a good one, my friends. Good night. Diggs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop I respect your feelings. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again.
Social Podcast Network.